Greetings, peasants. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim speaking. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Today it is episode three of my new campaign with with Sarah, Matt, and Kevin, otherwise known as Chai Spice, Thaddeus, Ulysses Gamble, and Gutterbird. And I'm hoping to leave things on uh, another bit of a cliffhanger today, so we'll see. We'll see how things go. Uh, Before we get started, I don't have a ton to announce other than a quick hello to some of the new folks who have joined the Discord and the Facebook page and the Facebook Dungeon Masters group. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to see that you've uh, joined up. I'm looking forward to many interesting, nerdy conversations in the future. Before getting to a few Patreon uh, shoutouts that I recorded with... um, uh, Tom, Matt, and Candice, uh, while we were recording a Q&A episode, um, I do want to say that I'm I'm doing a bit of a juggling act with like the release schedule of these episodes. I, I want to keep the like this campaign that I'm doing as like regular as possible in terms of biweekly, but with with the fact that there's two campaigns and I'm editing both of them, uh, sometimes. Um, I could use a bit of extra time, so I'm going to try to keep things as regular as possible in terms of the release schedule for uh, the the campaign that I'm doing. So I think in two weeks' time, we'll have another one, and then whenever the next uh, episode of the Faerun 4 comes out, uh, I'm not sure. It'll be early April, I think. Probably pretty close to uh, like episode 4 um, of campaign 2. The God's Eye campaign. Maybe that's what I should call it. God's Eye. Other than that, um, I did have a, a, a great conversation with my friends uh, Ben and Sandro of the Bargain Bin podcast. And we we talked about mazes and monsters, which is a dreadful slog of a quote-unquote movie um, from 1982. And you know what? There's uh there's no redeeming qualities about it. It's not even like one of those movies that's so bad that it's funny. Uh it's just an awful movie. But anyways, we we talk about it on their podcast. I'll include a link to uh to where you can find their uh episodes uh, cuz I think it's basically going out uh, the same uh later today. Yeah. So worth checking out if you want to hear three people rip on a really bad movie, which is, you know, it's very one-sided. Anyways, that's about it. So uh, before we get into the uh, new episode, we'll just do a few uh, Patreon uh, shoutouts. Now, I should also mention that because we record like several episodes uh, in advance of the release schedule, like the this is episode three of this campaign, we've already recorded episode seven. So, and because there's a bit of this, uh, like a disparity in terms of of when people sign up versus uh, when the next episode comes out. Uh, it really just is is a matter of when is the next recording taking place and when can I get people to say thank you uh, in, in the next recording session and then put that at the beginning of an episode. So I know that part of the Patreon reward uh, is, a, is a big group shout out. And, you know, we'll do that every time. It's just a matter of timing as to when we can actually record together um, and put that at the beginning of an episode. So if, if, you're, if you've just signed up and are waiting to hear 
a shout out. It will come. I promise you that. Um, but yeah, so here's a few quick thank yous, and then we will get back into the God's Eye campaign. You know, I'm still not totally sold on that title, but I don't know. It's better than campaign two, I guess. <clears throat> All right, before we get started here, we're going to give a big group shout out to our uh, patrons as of um, March 18th. This may have changed slightly by the time this next recording comes out, but uh, here we go. Uh, at our Spectre level, our Spectre level patron, Heather Campbell. Woo! Heather Campbell! Go, Heather! Yeah, in the house! Heather! Maybe we should call her Heater, like from um, Life in Pieces. <laughs> Life in Pieces. Heater Campbell. Heater! <laughs> but thank you, Heather. Like, honestly, thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Okay, at our Inquisitor level, it's Denicu or Den Den. I don't know how to pronounce your full username, Den. I'm sorry. So we're just gonna say it's Den. What up, Den? Den, Den give us a shout out. Tell us how to pronounce your name Dude. so we can do it properly. <laughs> yeah, Papa pronunciation. Contributor, question asker. <laughs> what are you doing? Cheer it on, Den. Den. Den is a perfect Den. ten. Den. Yeah. Dan. Yeah, yeah. Dan. I'm doing a dance. She is doing a dance. <laughs> it's an audio medium. <laughs> Describe your dance. Awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Like the Carlton. Are you doing it with a way wider or a strength check? <laughs> it's like the Carlton, but way wider. Thank you, honey. <laughs> it was awesome. That's what all it right. Was. Our next three are all uh, like at our nemesis level, which is. Amazing. So, uh, Alvaro Gonzalez, Nemesis. Yeah. Alvaro Gonzalez. Very nice. Alvaro, yeah. Was, I feel like was that person one of the ones who had a very close guest to the the uh, the final the finale of the last campaign? I feel like I remember that name. I think he was might this? have. I think he's. I think he's been with us for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Our, I gotta also say, a great name for a nemesis, <laughs> Alvaro. Hmm. I love it. I like it. Anyway, he's supposed to cheer I you think on. He, so. he, Are you yeah, going to no, cheer I, right now? <laughs> no. I think he'd be. He sounds more like the protagonist. Like he sounds more like the hero type. And uh, let's be frank, we're all the we're all the antagonists. Yes, we but, are. But uh, I think he's been. I think he's been a, a supporter for for quite a while. So thanks, Alvaro. Well, we, thank we, you, Alvaro. Really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks for your continued support. Thank you. Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, also a nemesis, Alex Williams. Alex, Alex! Williams! That way I... What? What? It's Alex. What? What? The dance come she back. Alex Williams. <laughs> Don't do the dance. Alex. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex. Alex loves it. I'm th- glad you can't see that. I think, I think he was an NPC at one point. I think he was like mm-hmm. a carriage driver but didn't get killed. I think he what? was on the what? I think he was on the Ghost Carson mission. <laughs> Wow, that's a rare honor to be a you living made it NPC. Through that situation. Who would, would it? Alex and Lilith were like the only ones that didn't get killed off. I guess then. Well, we took oh, out no, all hang our on. aggression there was, on no, Ghost Carson. More. There was also the bard. Yeah, there was also a bard that made it through. Oh man! Wow. 
Sometime we'll have to check back in on the old campaign and <laughs> see how our NPCs are doing. <laughs> and last but not least, Ryan Howard. Ryan maybe our very first fan. The one. Yeah. The only. That's gotta be. Ryan Howard! And may I say, Ryan Howard's minis are getting excellent. Oh my god, they're so good. Oh, they're gorgeous. The new one he did of uh, Chai, just like, ooh. It looks really good. It looks Mm -hmm. so good. Somebody asked me if if you could make tea out of Chai's leaves. I saw that. Like, uh... (laughs) I think the answer was technically yes. Sarah gave me a longer answer, but I think in a nutshell, yeah, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yeah, you can do it. Well, thank you, everyone. We really appreciate it. You guys are the best. Yeah, it's been incredible. We do have the best, like, we do have the best supporters. It's really incredible. It's It's very cool. Mm -hmm. I always feel humbled and just surprised at all the support. It's fantastic. (laughs) That's true, you know. a smile on my face. I didn't expect people to love us this much. I I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really all. expect any anyone to yeah. like us at all. So the fact that anyone does, I'm I'm happy. The fact that more than like five mm-hmm. people listen to us is more amazing. And those five yeah. people being the people in the campaign, just listening to yes. us again, yeah, not just our own <laughs> listens from when we listen back. <laughs> it's good. That's a good. That's uh, a good shout out to our to our patrons. All like just. Again, thank you guys so much, and uh, yes, we will we we will never not be surprised and incredibly grateful for your support. A quick recap of where uh, what happened last time: the three of you investigated the ruins of Rinvale. You fought some zombies before taking a long rest. The next day, you encountered some other people: Grimnar, the dwarven bartender from the Iron Tankard. Falnar, his brother, a dead half-elf named Ven, and a human female who had killed Ven and tried to hide the fact that she was in league with Bryce Baylock, who has become exceedingly powerful thanks to his mysterious master, something that Grimnar referred to as the Red Sun and the Red Stars. You also found out that the three of you apparently died months earlier in a last-ditch battle against Baylock and a host of undead, and that Gutterbird was said to have harnessed the power of the forests. We ended after your grisly interrogation and beheading of Baylock's informant when you heard the beating of hooves and three deathly riders approaching atop skeletal horses. So you are currently standing outside the library in Rinvale, next to a dead body and two live dwarves, and are within line of sight of approaching, you think, perhaps potentially enemies, since that was sort of a, uh, a clue that was given before that the uh, the informant, the presence of the informant, probably meant that Baylock's other servants likely weren't too far away. And they've 100% seen us? Um, I don't know if they are coming towards you specifically, or the fact that there was uh, smoke coming from the uh, chimney in the library on account of uh, Ven's notebook being partially burned. You would think that if they haven't seen you already, uh, it's it probably won't be too tough uh, for 
for them to spot you if you just keep standing around. Yeah, I think I'm going to look at Grimnar and like very pointedly without yelling so that I'm not even making it worse. I'm going to be like, I'm just going to go hide and I'm going to try and like, I think we were trying to clean up, like scoop up the body a bit to, I think we'd mentioned that last time to like kind of obscure what we had done, but I'm going to try and do that really quickly. And I think just try, like, I don't know if I want to be in the library, but I probably want to be in a, I don't think I have time to get very far. So maybe like a building that's close to the library, like if they're going to be attracted by the fire, does everyone else look on, on like cool with the hide strategy? Yeah, I think we should try and just leap behind something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna like, try and like the situation. Make it not so obvious that we were immediately there, and because uh, we we have the we have the journal and we have the hidden journal, right? Like we took the things out of the fire, and we have the thing that was hidden in the book. In the in the book inside the book. Yes, you found Ven's uh, journal that he had gone to to retrieve which was a chronicling of the events that transpired supposedly um over the past few months which included uh your deaths at the hands of bryce baylock cool 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 (laughs) uh there was there like a cluster of trees nearby oh i think so uh if i could so Thaddeus is going to direct people like silently. He's going to point at every, like make a circular motion with his hand to in like suggest the group. And then he's going to point to the trees. And once everybody starts going over there, he's going to go last backpedaling and using his great sword. He's going to flick the snow of the footprints to make it seem like we're not where we are. Like he's going to try and cover the tracks. Clever. I like, I like. Interesting. Okay. Can you make a... Hmm. What kind of check should this be? Um, I feel like... I feel like a nature check to obscure um, footprints would be would be appropriate. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say that maybe, like, to wield the sword, like, that it would be athletics? <laughs> Maybe. Nature check it is. <laughs> How is exactly 10 sound? All right. Well, you're making quick work of this snow. Probably the easiest enemy you've ever fought. A hundred percent. Like a uh, air chilled knife through solid water. Can I like also assist him like druidcraft a couple like gusts of like little, what is, what is my... A puff of wind is the technical term on Druidcraft. Can I, like, puff some wind and, like, move some snow around? Help him with that? Uh, sure. Is this the help action? Yeah, I was going to just, in essence, use Druidcraft to help. Okay. Um, all right. Matt, give me another roll for, for your uh, nature check to do this. 16. Ooh, better. Yeah. It's great when there's a That's fucking teamwork! <laughs> Fuck, Sands of Barbarians. <laughs> okay, and uh, Kevin, um, Scudderbird just beelining it for the trees. Is he going to do anything else? Oh, God, I'm already in them. 
<laughs> that is definitely the name of your sex tape. Oh, do we? <laughs> <laughs> like we we just quickly turn and all we see is like a puff of like snow where he used to be. It's like the like a uh, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner <sighs> situation. Yeah, so you just see a, an imaginary vestige of where he used to be. <laughs> My whole situation or my whole my whole deal is self-preservation <laughs> at this at this point that tracks that tracks a lot yeah. and, and at every point um so what did you do to hide the body did you just like try to uh, cover it in snow we flicked some snow on it uh i'd have just left it there personally i i guess like the quickest thing we would have been able that would have been able to do is just like in essence like move some snow over it right like I thought you'd made mention of, like, we, torching her. Well, that's what I said last time, I believe, is that we were going to burn it or try to, like, throw, in essence, like, pull her in and throw her in the fire is what I was what I was alluding to with burning from my vague memory from last time. Uh, so if that did not happen, either way, so either, she's, either there's, like, a blood trail that I'm trying to cover, in which case there's still evidence, or I'm trying to cover the body, and if we saw them coming, I'm going to quickly, like, if there was, like branches if there was like door debris if there was just general shit i would have just put it on top of her i don't think we had time to like move her but in depthly like either like i'm covering the blood trail or i'm covering the the body itself but either way i'm just trying to cover that evidence that's immediately outside of the door of the library i would gather once once you're in the trees, is it are you hunkering down and observing, or you just is it just straight running for a different building? I would probably say we're better off in another building, but I would I would kind of like silent like point to the trees or point to one like once we were in the tree cover, I would like do like the silent like point to the building or point to further into the woods and see what everyone went with. What's everyone feeling? I feel like I really want to know what's going on with these guys. Okay, so stay... These pale pale riders. So stay close-ish? Yeah, I'd say from an observational, observable distance. What what vibe is Grimnar giving off? Oh, yeah, because Grimnar probably knows these sorts. Um, Grimnar is a... Grimnar and his brother are a mixture of, like, a healthy, a healthy dose of concern... But like a like the dwarver, dwarvish, um, fuck it attitude, with like willingness to throw down. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so they're probably just as much in between as I am. If there's a building close enough where we can keep a vantage point, then they're DTF down to fight. <laughs> well, these these uh, riders don't know about my about any sort of WAP. War against a paladin. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> what would be, like, is there is there a building close enough where we could kind of keep an eye as on their, like, approach and, like, positioning? Or is it better from the trees? Uh, I'm just going to consult the map. Alrighty. According to this map I made, there's a, there's a cluster of trees, uh, a stand of trees behind the library. And a few small buildings, um, looks like small homes um, to the, I guess, north and northwest. Uh, if if you're, like, they're, they're close enough now that if you're going to, like, make your way there. Um, actually, those are, like, pretty firmly behind. So you wouldn't really have, a, like, a line of sight on what's happening. And if you were trying to make your way there, 
you'd probably have to make some stealth rolls. Why do I say probably? Like, I'm the DM. You would definitely have to make them. <laughs> I, was, I was like, you can just tell us that. And then the other question I've got is once we're in this little copse of trees, how far away are other sets of trees, other buildings and everything? Is there is there much within 100 feet of us? Uh, short answer, yes. There's there's a couple small buildings, each each probably equidistant from, from where you are. Okay, I'm, I'm mostly wondering... The big thing I'm wondering is, is that windmill, would you say that's within a javelin throw? Not looking to hit anything in particular, just a, if I wanted to throw a javelin, could I hit that building? Range, long range of 120 feet. I wish I put a, I wish I put a grid on this map, but I'm going to say, sure, it's, it's probably at the outskirts of, uh, of 120 feet. Okay. So I'm good to stay at the edge of the tree line still under cover though yeah the at the edge of the tree it's it's a i guess hitting a building is easier than hitting a person yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at is i'm not looking to essentially i want a way of being able to make a clattering sound in a direction that we aren't if if we need to mm. okay so i think i think the consensus is we're hunkering down in the trees to keep a visual and we're all like ready to go if needed but we're trying to hide yeah. All right, I'm just going to do a quick check on the rules of hiding. Yeah, it, we're good. You could just, we're just, we're hiding. It's fine. Don't worry about it. One of us stands up and shouts, look at distraction, and then everybody else lies down. Yeah. No problem. That That is not the art of how not to be seen. Okay, so I would like a stealth check with advantage from everyone, and you're going to have advantage because you are... You know, you've you've done a reasonably good job given the short amount of time that you had to obscure your tracks, and you're also obscured now in the trees. So, uh, yes, please, stealth check with advantage. I'm so impressed. I've never seen somebody roll two exactly <sighs> same low numbers before with advantage. Oh, my God. <laughs> before I roll... Um, I have chain mail and therefore get disadvantaged because of sound. <laughs> oh, good. So that's just a flat roll for me, correct? Yeah, that would ju- that would just be one d twenty roll. So I'd like to, in advance, apologize to the party, like just flat out, like you know what, guys? Apologize to the podcast for I'm that. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. With advantage, and my modifiers, I rolled a five. Rolled a double three, guys. Double three. Wow, 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 wow. No, you turned a cocked close to one. Yeah, I should say, uh, the first time I got Matt to verify that it was between a one and a 19, or a one and a 13. It was between a one and 13 cocked. So I got him and he's like, yes, it's right. So I rolled it again and it was another three. So either way, none of it worked out well. And those are both in dice jail now. I'm going to (laughs) go. And with my negative to dex... My 16 is looking pretty stunning. Yeah, looking great. <laughs> Doing well. Kev, please tell Kevin, me how'd you, you, do? you saved us mildly. No? I got a one. <laughs> five. 15 total. Oh. Feels good. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> 16 from the boys. <laughs> I'm really just, dist- I'm going through an emotional time, guys. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, you just murdered a girl. I did just I like I'm in a fr- yeah. like I'm in an anxiety like panic stricken like rage at the moment. You might you might want to lay low out for of a sorts. While. I'm out of, yeah, I am out of sorts to say the least. It's like Chad killed a guy. Girl. Anyway. Okay, so as you take refuge in the tree line, you see these riders Come up to the library and begin to dismount. Uh, can I get a perception check from everybody? Ten. You're rolling straight fire, babe. I'm rolling. Well, the dice curse has to rebound at some point. Thirteen. Fifteen. Aside from noticing that these horses are skeletons, these three individuals all have the countenance of the undead. Two of them strongly resemble zombies uh, with... With more purpose, like the their faces are this like ghastly white, with their skin like you know is is like thin and taut over their over their skulls. Um, they ha- certainly have more purpose than than the shambling uh, corpses that you encountered earlier. Uh, w- one of the three uh, is familiar in some way. Uh, you you notice some kind of there's there's something in the armor that you recognize uh, and aside from the fact that uh, this person's also undead slightly slightly less decayed you notice that they have a glowing gem embedded in one of their gauntlets and you recognize the armor as belonging to Elden White. Uh, for clarification, white is spelt W-H-I-T-E or W-I-G-H-T? Or W-H-Y-T-E. <laughs> uh, it was it was W-H-I-T-E uh, when you encountered him earlier. Uh, who knows how he's spelling it now? Okay. <laughs> he's just taking it on. He's like, you know what? Going for the undead thing? Going to commit? Gonna change my last name. <laughs> new new day, new me. And they they dismount and begin unsheathing their weapons and looking around the uh, the immediate area and uh, and not not uh, not much time passes before they are able to to sort of discover the the hastily hidden body of their uh, informant. We 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 didn't do a great job. You don't say. Um, I would like to very quietly, uh, I believe off of one of the bodies that we, I think of the dead girl, dead person. I don't remember. Yeah. I acquired a plus one dagger. I would like to give that to gutter bird. I believe he is a dagger guy. I was going to quickly be like, like whisper it. Like, I think this might help you. I'm into daggers. Thank you. So it's a plus one dagger. Yeah, it's still, well, none of us use daggers. I don't, I think he's the only one that uses daggers, right? I'd like to, I'd like to thank you for noticing that. Uh, yeah, I think you found that in one of the, the offices that you were searching, right? That has the, yes, yes, the yes, sort yes. of crest of, of one of the uh, uh, town, town councillors on it. The, the late town councillors uh, personalized uh, dagger. These three figures 
are sort of looking around the snow and are investigating and and you can sort of tell that their point of interest is leading them to the uh, footprints that you had attempted to obscure. Can I make that javelin throw from cover so they don't see it? Does it look like I can try for that? Like, so they hear the noise of me hitting the windmill, but don't see the source of the javelin. I mean, you can certainly try. I just, I'm trying to think. I'm wondering if, if like, is that two rolls or is that one roll? Um, I'm going to say instead of like making a roll to hit this building, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be athletics to, to sort of be able to throw it in such a way that you're not, that you're trying not to really break cover, but that it goes far enough that it does what you need it to do. So this is going to be, um, this is going to be a somewhat challenging athletics check. Yeah. Oh, of course, you prick. Uh, that's, uh, with my plus five bonus, that's a nine? So the three of them, the three of them stand up, and Eldon says, You missed me. I'm over here. Come on out from there. Won't hurt you bad. All right, in that case, I'm going to step out and use my channel divinity. Oh, shit. Of abjure enemy. Uh... It is a wisdom saving throw, but fiends and undead have disadvantage. And if they fail, they are frightened for one minute and their speed is zero. Uh, I think we should, uh, we shall roll some initiative. Oh, you miserable bastard. <laughs> good, 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 good. Ooh, you guys good. are having the a rough go of it tonight. I might... Oh, oh, the dice do not like us. Matt's worse than I am, but. Well. At least it wasn't natural. I got a six. Oh god, maybe I am the best. Uh, I got an eight. We don't know what Grimnar got. I got a unnatural one. Oh my! <laughs> oh my god! Where did, Tim? This is just a great start. This is just fabulous. It hit another dice on the table. And stopped from the 20 and landed on the 2. I gotta say, uh, your rolls are hilarious. <laughs> I was gonna say pathetic, but I mean, hilarious, I guess, we're Considering how prepared we are we were so mentally prepared. for this, I think the only possible solution is, is that snow fell off of one of the trees and landed on us. <laughs> this is so bad. Thaddeus got a squirrel in his armor. <laughs> He's going after me nuts. Okay. Um, I should also mention, like, when when Elden faces you, his armor, like, in the breastplate is etched with that same weird sigil that you've seen scribbled on some walls in town, and it was... Uh, I can't remember if I said carved or or tattooed onto the um, informant's hand. But that that's on his armor, like etched etched in quite nicely, I should say. Um, Eld, El, Eldon's going to go first, but he's going to prepare an action. Um, he sort of hangs back as the other two whites 
um, step, like on either side of him, step slightly forward. And Felner runs just screaming at them. Uh, a, a battle axe produced from his, I don't know, butt. I mean, that's where I keep mine. <laughs> just like, how mad are Let's go! Oh, I know where everybody else is going to make the joke for, so Ooh, let's just... Butt. Oh, pooped a hammer. Yeah. So he misses once, but connects with the second attack, doing 12 points of damage to one of these whites, who are then both going to basically turn on him immediately. So the first white is going to use life drain and reduces Felnar's hit point total by six. And then the second white hits him twice. Yay! I didn't like his brother anyway. Uh, for tw- oh my god, uh, so it's sixteen points of of slashing damage from the second white, and then uh, and then yeah, his his hit point total was lowered by six. So he's immediately like looking, like he he cannot stand up to this. Rough. Shit! Oh my god. Um. Sweet. Chai, it is your turn. That's all the bad guys. Okay, I'm going to hopefully still mildly in in cover, so they don't see that it's me doing this. Is that a, is that a possibility? Do they see me yet? Um, only only Thaddeus broke cover so far. I'm oh, oh and to... and Falnar, who's ba- almost dead. Uh, I'm going to wild shape into a tiger. Uh, and try and look so cute that they want to drop all of their weapons. I'm not actually gonna. Do, if, I mean, if the, if you're if you're willing to roll for that, I'll try it. But I was also just gonna attack them. Who are, who are you going to attack out of these three? I guess Whitey. When you say Wait, Whitey, I mean they're all whites. One of the whites, or do you mean Elden? White? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Elden White. <laughs> Uh, not, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try for him. Is there at least 20 feet between us? Oh yeah, absolutely. You're about, you're about 30-ish feet away. Okay, so I'm gonna go for a, uh, I'm gonna run straight at him and go for a claw attack. Okay, so he, this, this is gonna trigger his prepared action. Go ahead. Bring it on, sure. Um, so this is going to be, whoops, brought up the wrong spell. I was searching through the spellbook app, and I I meant to type in blindness slash deafness, but I, I put in blondness. I'm like, could blondness be a spell? The point is moot. Can you make a constitution saving throw? <laughs> oh, good. Ooh, 18? Okay, you are not blinded. As as you're charging at him, he holds out his gauntlet and the and the the gemstone. You can tell that this is like the starfall that he's gotten a hold of somehow. It glows as he tries to afflict you with this this spell, but you, in your tiger form, resist it. The way I resisted watching any of Tiger King at all. Good uh, man, good man. I agree. I have not seen any of it yet. I say yet because I'm I'm probably at some point going to get drunk and be like, you know what's a good idea? Can't wait for you to do that somewhere. Okay, so do your uh, do your pounce attack, please. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my claw attack was a 
Uh, 17 to hit? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, so in terms of damage, nine points of slashing damage, and you have to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. Uh, I rolled a total of 18. God damn it. Okay, so you're not pro, but you still take the damage. And I would like to just in general say that I'm, I'm, especially once I saw that jam like light up, I am actively trying to bite off this fucker's hand. Like I am like, give me that shit. <laughs> like you, this doesn't belong to you. <laughs> so I was like, that claw was like trying to like, so sc- like if I could like hook my, like my talons under the, the gauntlet and try and pull it off. Like I'm trying to get it off of him. Do you also have a, a bite? Like that was a claw attack, right? Do you also have a bite? Yes. So I only get the bite if, he fails the pounce. If he fails the strength check for the pounce. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, cool. So then that takes us to Gutterbird, who is still in the trees. Kevin, what you got? All right. I see the trouble of Bruin. And what I'd like to do to help out my compatriots is cast Hold Person on our main white. Uh, so it's a wisdom saving throw I have to make. Uh, okay. And I'm assuming it's 13, probably the number to beat. So Elden White gets a plus one to wisdom. I rolled a nine, so has a total of 10. Uh, he is held. <gasps> yes, Kev! That is awesome! Hang on. I am just absolutely fucking dreading what comes next because I remember the the sort of one-off we had where you guys fought a (laughs) (laughs) I do also remember that, which is why I was stupid excited. As soon as that worked, I was like, yes. I started cracking my knuckles and my neck, and I'm just like, all right, let's do this. (laughs) I think the DM might need more scotch for this now. (laughs) Crack them nucks. So if I can, like... If I can, if I can, if I recall correctly, I don't know if anyone's seen that video of like the Skyrim glitch where um, you tell your companion Lydia <laughs> to go home, <laughs> like to go back to, to wind, yes. wind, wind, white run or whatever. But instead she just walks towards like a camp of giants and she just gets fucking like hit and she just flies straight Boom. up into the atmosphere. I think that's what happened to that hag. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. So I think technically, as a third level character, on one hit, Matt dealt. I hit for fifty five. Yeah, you hit you hit for fifty five points of damage because of the auto crit nature. It was aggressive. You pumped a smite smite in there. Okay, uh, Grimnar is up next. Grimnar is next. He's gonna rush forward and. <laughs> he's gonna save the two on his brother. <laughs> he yeah so he, he's got a he's interposing himself <laughs> he's interposing himself between his brother and the other two whites that's fine I'll allow it <laughs> <laughs> you'll allow it alright um, Grimnar hits with one hammer attack uh, the two other whites are still standing one of them has taken several hits and it is Thaddeus's turn. So Thaddeus is going to uh, notice the severe locking and paralysis upon Elden and just kind of 
grins slightly and almost psychotically and says, Well now, this here is a mighty fine predicament. And he's going to walk forward and great weapon master, two-hand, like, almost executioner style, just straight up above him and bring it down into the exact center of Elden. Ooh. Okay, you've got advantage. And it's not. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my. You. Th- okay, remember how I rolled a double three and we thought that was bad? I've never been more. I rolled a one and a four. <laughs> I'm so butthurt now. And did you, didn't you just him. take a negative five to that? <laughs> Elden. Well, that just cancels out my bonus. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> wow. Wow. So Maybe we should reschedule when tripped. you guys figure out how to roll dice. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. Yeah, we're... This is bad. Well, uh, It's not the worst we've done. Yeah, um, that's exactly... I was like, it's not the worst. So what I'm going to do then is just out of pure anger... And not out of any sort of concern for anyone. Oh, good. Just out of massive anger, I'm just going to, like, throw my arms out as I rip the, like, bandage off of my head to reveal my holy symbol. I'm just going to throw my arms out wide, kind of just howl with anger at somehow, like, a <laughs> gust of wind threw me off balance and put my thing into the ground. Just kind of tumble a little bit out of anger, off balance, and shout. And I'm going to cast, as a bonus action, Shield of Faith on Grimnar's brother, giving him a plus two bonus to AC. Mm. All right, for that act of just selfless generosity and solidarity uh thaddeus has inspiration thank you sir uh your pity is not unnoticed (laughs) (laughs) as you were walking towards him with your great sword eldon was like i don't know if if a corpse can sweat but if he could you think that he probably would be sweating and when you miss he's like oh i didn't even have a chance to monologue yet Uh, i just imagine that like Kind of like whoop noise, yep. like banana peel falling sound. down the little waterfall. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent banana peel. The uh, at the I didn't have a chance to monologue yet. Thaddeus just turns and goes, "Well, now you got it. So take your soliloquy and shove it up your ass." <laughs> yeah, it's this is this is the uh, encounter for fail. But I also like the preface this whole thing with like, should I just tell you guys when it's a deadly encounter? Should I let you know? It didn't start off as a deadly encounter until we started rolling dice. <laughs> you okay. Uh, truer words, truer words. Uh, we are back up to the top of the order. Um, Elden will try to free himself from the effects of hold person. Out of curiosity, would I be able to use my inspiration to grant him disadvantage on this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's in the spirit of inspiration, but let me read. If it's in the if it's in the handbook, hey man, I'll it's, allow it. Yeah, you do. You do you, man. You do you, man. 
I just so it like was disinspiration. Yeah, it was just an idea that popped into my head. It's like you suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just you will not make this safe. <laughs> yeah, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, inspiration is sort of yeah, meant I as a. That I also. Hmm. Positive, not a negative. Insp- inspiration is, yeah, is sort of been. meant as like a, re- a reward, but I mean, there there's another mechanic uh, wherein wherein a player can request something that might affect the outcome of certain die rolls. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but yeah, let me roll for Elden here. <laughs> Elden rolls a four. Yes! Join the club, Elden! Ah, so it's an aura ability. <laughs> yeah, it's an area of effect of yeah. the shittiness. It's just, that's... <laughs> I didn't shower. Everyone's in a, in a weird, like, funky aura. So he, he sort of struggles against the effects of the spell in vain, but he can't, he can't f- free himself from it. But he looks at you and he says, I... Th- I thought you were dead. I remember you dying. What is the, what is this? This is completely out there. I mean, not as much as it's out there for me being a white, but uh, it's up there. Mm-hmm. Whoa! <laughs> that paladin's been dead for five months. <laughs> um, Falnar is going to attack again, and he does hit once. One of the whites is looking very rough, but both of them are still standing, and they will both then attack Grimnar and Falnar. Uh, please don't forget uh, Falnar's plus two bonus. Oh, yeah. Um, both attacks against Falnar um, uh, were 24s, and one is going to be a life drain, Whoa, which will fuck? unfortunately <laughs> kill uh. Falnar. Outright. Oh, good. Ass. Okay, we are back to Chai, and then, uh, and then after that, we'll be Gutterbird again. Well, I guess I'm on Mr. White still, right? Uh, so I will, and he's still a, a held individual? Correct. Okay, I will make a bite attack against him. Uh, that is a 20, a dirty 20 to hit, but still counts as a crit, right? Because he's held? It, uh, if you, if you hit, it, it's a critical if you're within five feet, which it does and which you are. So, yeah. Uh, so that is 18 points of piercing damage. And again, I'm going to try and, like, I'm focusing this on the gauntlet. Like, I'm focusing... The, I'm trying to, like, rip off his arm, basically, and get away with the gauntlet. Ouchie. Um, he's... He's getting a little bit mangled, but he's still... He's still looking viable. Okay. Kevin, it is your turn. I'm gonna hop up out of my hiding spot and just let fl- let fly with a classic... Uh, a classic Eldritch Blast. I don't know why. I always get so excited helps. when you do uh, an Eldritch Blast. Man here. That's why I don't do them very often. <laughs> You're going to keep them in suspense. <laughs> I get off on being withholding. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I was just going to say, considering you're holding the other guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, get off on, I get off on holding and withholding. It's the control that you like. Mm, I see. <laughs> and hand-holding. 
Mm, yeah, I'm yeah. If anybody wants to come over after the game. Yeah. All right. So who who, who are you blasting? Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to blast our held white. <laughs> All right. That helped that helped my my little roll there. So I've got um, a 15 on my on my roll. And you have advantage, right? Cuz he's held. Uh, you do have advantage. Like, the 15 will hit, but you can roll again to see if you might get a critical. It's 15 again. What is with these double rolls? Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. So, okay, so because you're not within five feet, it's not a, cr- a critical. But So go ahead and roll your, your d10 plus your charisma modifier. Okay, so I've got myself a little six. And I've got myself so nine. Okay. Seeing his brother fall, Grimnar yells in rage, Falnar, brother, by the forge. I won't let you become one of these things. But he's gonna he's gonna turn his anger on one of the like the most the most hurt of the other whites. And he actually hits twice doing 18 damage and putting down one of these whites. Oh, that's a big boy. That's a Grimnar. Oh. And we are back to Thaddeus. <sighs> Come on. Ba, 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 yeah, I know. It's like it's like just yeah. strong. Chai, Chai as a tiger is going to be like massaging <laughs> Thaddeus' shoulders. Be like, yeah, Chai. <laughs> I just looked straight at the Chai of the tiger. <laughs> Right into the chai of the tiger. I like. I put my paw like like I'm doing like the two finger to my eyes to his eyes thing, but it's a paw, and I'm like, you can do this. I got you. All right. Uh, clearly, Thaddeus realizes that his problem was that he tried to go too big with the overhead. Mm-mm. So he's gonna actually just try and run him through Ooh. Uh, with the great sword instead, right up close. Make it real personal. That's better? That is an unnatural 20. That is better? A crit, because you're within yeah, five? it's an auto crit. Nice. Yes. And don't forget don't forget the rules that we're oh, using for crits now is oh, yeah. max weapon damage on, on the base die and then roll again. So how would that affect the divine smite I'm going to use? Uh, I guess I still, still roll for that? Yeah. So do you want, you want me to just uh, double those dice, or do you want me to use the... Uh, the rules that we got going on. Oh, um... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it just auto-does it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... Uh, huh. Oh, hmm. Damage. Hmm. Yeah, no. Let's be consistent. Let's be... <laughs> let's have a consistent, uniform approach. Uh, so, so base would be max, and then <laughs> murder, <roll> even, <laughs> even for, for smite. Okay. It is decided. So I will I like start it. with the slashing damage. I will start with the slashing damage. I will start. Jesus Christ. So this is just the weapon. Uh, I get to reroll ones and twos because oh of great God. weapon fighting. So that is 24 slashing damage. Oh my God. He's not done. And then I get to roll the smite. Which is 40 radiant damage. Oh my God. For a total of... 66. 64. Yeah, 64 points. damage. Was it 66? 66, 64, it's somewhere I it was in there. 64. Oh. 
but I might. Oh yeah, you were right. Sixty-four. Oh, okay. You, All right. Damn. I mean, we can just say sixty-six to make it cooler. I mean, you can edit the shit out of this. So sixty-six, it is. Sixty-six. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's liquefied. I mean, the radiant damage probably didn't help him. No. Being uh, and what? As you're just winding up, and your sword begins to glow with this holy energy, he he's just got this dumbfounded look, like, how is this possible? And then he's reduced to smoldering ash and armor. And one glowing gemstone falls into the snow. So as like as he's dumbfounded by it, he's doing that, like that look is at point blank with Thaddeus's eyes. Because as I ran him through, I just kind of once I connected and pierced and was able to grab onto his shoulder, I pulled him to the hilt of the blade and just put my eyes right up into his face. And you could see this, like, as I'm just kind of heavily breathing, I say, Vengeance might be swift, but there is no way that you are going to see any sort of happiness where you're going. And then my eye pulses, and it goes down and pulses out of the blade, and that's the smite. That turns him to ashes. I am so torn whenever you talk in that accent, because that was so metal and intense. <laughs> but it's that accent, and I can't take it seriously. <laughs> That's fine. Um, there is still one white who is who is standing. Yes, there is, and uh, he has now become my quarry, now that I've reduced a creature to zero hit points, or score to critical. It doesn't say roll to 20. It says score to critical, Oh, I get to use a bonus action to attack. Uh, so I'm going to saunter my gleeful ass over to him and continue my merciless rage. Was your smite a bonus action? No, I get to just decide that happens by sacrificing a spell slot. Oh my god. Dirty, so I love it. I'm going to uh, bring bring the not literal thunder, because currently I have a spell prepared called Thunderous Smite. I'm not using it. I'm just going to attack this this white with my greatsword. I'm not looking forward to like all the things that you can do once you level up a bit more. Like this seems excessive. Twenty-one to hit. Yeah, twenty-one easily hits. Uh, and we'll just get rid of that last spell slot and dump another divine smite into this oh one. Oh my god! There's so many dice, Tim. <laughs> Okay, so we have ten slashing damage and twenty points of radiant damage for the smite. So thirty points total. Disgusting. This is one turn at almost a hundred points of damage. A gutter bird, if you could just keep pumping out those whole persons, <laughs> I'd be really happy. <laughs> well, once I connect, of course. I mean <laughs> Well, the late Falinar gets back to his feet as a zombie and attacks his still-living brother. Oh, no. Well, that's disappointing. I don't think there's a way to cure this, right? I mean, te technically there is, but you're not going to like it. Yeah, exactly. We just chop off his head. <laughs> We've cured him of zombie. <laughs> He's now just dead. <laughs> Removing the head or destroying the brain. Yes. <laughs> Such an excellent quote. 
Uh, okay. So, Falnar does a zombie attack on his, uh, on his brother for a few points of damage. Grimnar reels back in shock and horror, but is, is still standing. He's not doing too bad. The white, who just got fucking rocked, um, is going to hit back at Thaddeus. Uh, the first attack's gonna be a life drain. Uh, the damage dealt, uh, in lowers, lowers your, um, hit point total, but he missed. So the second attack is just gonna be a regular longsword attack. Which I'm sorry to say is a nat 20. I mean, it's better than the life drain. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So that's a total of 14 points of slashing damage. Chai, it is your turn. Yeah, so if uh, Mr. White is now down, I'm going to try and grab at the gem and basically bite at it and keep it in my mouth. And then I'm going to run directly at... I was just going to say, I guess one of the Whites is up? And now zombie brother? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's one white standing, uh, uh, which Thaddeus is fighting, and then zombie dwarf Falnar. Uh, then I'm gonna go for the, uh, I'll go for the white, and then I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna run at him, and I'm gonna do a claw attack on him. Can you imagine what what Grimner must go through psychologically to see his brother die, come back, and then get mauled by a tiger? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fine. Uh, I, well, he might not see that. Would a 12 hit? Against the white, no, it does not. Then i do nothing. <laughs> oh, the goggles. Yeah, I guess that's my my only shit. If that doesn't hit, All right. none of my other things work. Kevin, <laughs> your turn. All right, I'm going to try and... Uh, I'm going to get my... Uh... Get my blast on again. I'm gonna try and try and finish this. Finish this up with a with a tasty eldritch blast. And it's not going to work because I rolled a one. He's just Christos. This is not a I was gonna say this is not a good round, but really it's just Matt having one exceptional round and the rest of us kind of shambling along. Harry's <laughs> riding the my... coattails. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, just my my dirt hole of a swing the first time would have put a lot of this to rest earlier. Alright. Grimnar choking back emotions that dwarves rarely show. You know, very stoic people. Swings his hammer at his brother and, and you know, hits him. But he's still undead. <laughs> I get the feeling that his heart's not in it. You know. Yeah, a half-hearted swing. Which means it's back to Thaddeus. Uh, well, seeing as I got a, uh, a big old chunk of my body hit with this sword, I'm going to have to, uh, Thaddeus is going to have to rock back and give another, another swing from the hip. Uh, a unnatural 20. Ooh. Yeah, that connects real good. And you are, uh, saved from my ire as I'm out of spell slots. <laughs> but nonetheless, 13 points of slashing damage. Okay. Zombie Falnar clumsily swings and misses his brother, which means it is uh, Chai's turn. This white, it looks like it's barely clinging to whatever uh, whatever 
fell magic is keeping it mobile. Then I'm gonna go for a bite at- no, I can't go for a bite attack because I have a thing in my mouth. I'm gonna go for a claw attack. Uh, that is a 17. Yeah, 17 hits. Uh, and that is going to be 10 points of slashing damage. Okay, so how does this claw attack take out this white? Like, what's- what are you attacking? What part of the white? So I think I'm at this point most concerned about the fact that like I have this stone in my mouth. I definitely do not want this to go any longer. So I think I'm trying to be like ninja assassin mode. I'm like being trying to be surgical about this shit. So I'm going to like literally take my claw and almost like if I could, I mean, I don't know how tigers work. I'm going to try and make like my middle claws go up further and I'm going to try and like literally like gouge at his throat, like try and like just take him out, like almost like try and take off his head almost, but like as much as I can with a claw attack. All right. You swipe that massive tiger paw at this white's head and doing an immense amount of damage and finally it just slumps to the ground, a useless heap of old leathery skin and bones and rotted flesh and some armor bits. Which leaves one zombie dwarf and it is Gutterbird's turn. I think after all this hot action, I'm going to just very disrespectfully uh, line up my my crossbow <laughs> and just see what I can do with this this poor dwarf shambling around. <laughs> I have rolled a one. Oh my god. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was gonna give you a lot of passes for the uh for the whole person, but there's a lot of ones coming out tonight. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, alright. That that crossbow bolt goes zipping uncomfortably close to to Grimnar, who who has to duck <laughs> to avoid getting his head taken off. Thaddeus, it is your turn. I'm going to walk past Grimnar, put a hand on his shoulder, and Thaddeus is going to say, My friend, there's nothing we can do now, but send him on. And I'm going to take a big old... I'm going to actually, because he's a zombie and he's not super fast, I'm going to try and make this as, like, clean a kill as possible. Uh, And, like, walk up behind him, put the sword... Uh, point down and just go through the back and like kind of come down on the spinal column at the base of the neck instead of just lopping off the head haphazardly. I'm trying to make it respectful. A respectacution. Is is it possible before I ask the result of my role to give myself that inspiration? (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, we're doing that. Oh man. Okay, better, yeah. better. Because that two I rolled kind of was a guess that it wasn't going to work. So the 19 I rolled instead, I will take. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, and 13 points of slashing damage. 13 points. This tremendous blow from this greatsword uh, puts down zombie Falnar. And he says, is this the end of Zombie Felnar? That's exactly what I was thinking. If he did, I'd be like, oh shit, maybe he wasn't dead. (laughs) 
So you were standing amidst the these three white corpses, a zombie dwarf, and a very despondent Grimnar. So yeah, Thaddeus will come back to Grimnar and say, My friend, this is a tough time. But we need to get out of here and get you to safety. Where do we go? He's sort of got that like he's he's just sort of like staring at the ground and he says, We were we were taking refuge in some of the mining tunnels up in the hills. Then that's where we're needed most. Now, unfortunately, a blight such as this should be left behind. I recommend we make short work of a respectful ceremony for your brother, and then we get out of here. And I I literally am lighting a torch as I say this, and I prepare to stand next to him and hand him the torch. All right, he, he's going to go back into the into the trees and gather up some some broken broken limbs and and you know enough to build a small pyre so that uh, he can he can sort of give his brother the uh you know a proper a proper send off uh what's everybody else doing I want to keep the tiger form for as long as possible so I might just like give the gem like I might like open my mouth and give the gem to like Thaddeus uh, and just like I, that way with my mouth, I can like drag the bodies over to like a pile and like I can do like the heavy lifting as a, a large beast and just like pile everything. Um, and then I was going to suggest in essence, like bend in essence, like bend a knee for uh, Grimnar to get on my back to ride to to ride me uh, as we head to the town, the Viking or the Viking town. Jesus, the Viking pyres. <laughs> Getting it all mixed up as we head out of town away from the Viking pyre. Uh, and go towards the mining uh, tunnels. Sure. Uh, just a quick question: Like, what what does uh, Thaddeus do with the with the the starfall? Uh, he's just gonna palm it. He's not. Well, I mean, he's probably probably puts it into a pack. As soon as I'm not a tiger, I am asking for this back. Like, I'm just like I'm gonna give him like a tiger glare and be like, <laughs> like like <laughs> I, I'm receiving the chai of the tiger. <laughs> yeah. Okay, as as soon as it enters the palm of your hand, um, you feel a tremendous warmth. It's a very comforting warmth, like the the hearth of a comfort, like a, a nice fire. And Grimnar comes along and sets down a number of pints at your table. And the gray cloaked man says, "I wonder if you can get a to go bag here." And then he looks around. He says, "Wait a uh, second! <laughs> you are back in a very familiar tavern with a gray-cloaked guest sitting at your table, and Thaddeus has a glowing gemstone in his hand." Thaddeus's nose starts to bleed. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? The gray-cloaked man looks at you, and he sort of gingerly reaches across the table and like makes a motion to like close your hand around it he says best to keep such things out of sight I am greatly confused it's definitely going 
It's going under the table. A hundred percent. Thaddeus looks to make eye contact with the other two. Do they... Does it look like they're as confused by him having this as he is? As uh, the... Uh, the cloaked man? Um... I'll say, sort of as as the DM, um, Gutterbird and Chai both have full recollections of everything that's happened so far. Okay, so they're not, they're looking at me like, where the fuck did, how did we get here kind of vibe? Like, we're all magically back at this, like, it appears that we are all magically back at the table we were at five months ago, to all of our perceptions now, as soon as I gave him the stone. Yeah, by all appearances, it looks as though you didn't leave. Uh, and Grimnar says, "What you ordered ale, didn't you? Why does everybody look so confused?" Um, oh man, Thaddeus is going to do a quick. We're on a bench, right? Yeah, you're you're in a booth. Or are we on individual you're chairs? In a booth. Okay, Thaddeus is going to put it kind of at his hip and he's going to let go of it onto the ta- onto the bench and have his hand right over it just to see what happens. Nothing. I mean you're you're sort of you can feel you can feel it against your we're hand. We're still at the tavern? Yep. Okay, we're st- but like I've I've let go of this. I'm no longer in contact with it. We are still at the tavern. Yes. Okay. Picks it back up and immediately palms it to Chai. <laughs> Yeah, because when I touched it, nothing, none of, nothing, I didn't feel anything, right? Like, nothing happened when I picked it up? Um, right. I mean, you could feel like you weren't just holding, like, a an inert object in, in your tiger mouth. Um, why it didn't do anything, um, you could make an arcana check to see if you can get some more information about that. Yeah, I think... I mean, I don't know what that'll do for me, but I'll try. I'm just kind of confused because like, I was also holding it. Like, would be my thought at this point, where I'm like, why did giving it to Thaddeus do something? No, I don't know any... I don't know we, I don't know how to breathe, I'm pretty sure, with that role. Um, it's Arcana. You can naturally breathe. It's not magic. Oh, that's breathing. true. Yeah, there we go. That's, <laughs> uh, a four, I'm pretty sure, does not <laughs> give me much insight. No. Um, Fuck me, the rolls today. Uh, Kevin, what does Gutterbird think about what's what's transpiring here? I'm. I think I'm kind of wondering, you know, what if this has anything to do with my with my patron? If this was sort of a, if this was a potential warning, maybe a glimpse into to the future to give us, you know. Uh, sort of an unexpected and uh you know an unexpected heads up to start paying attention um so i'm I'm kind of trying to figure out what what is the cause of this and what is the purpose and if it has anything to do with with my you know uh my connection to the to that that other world so i mean not much not much has like only only a few seconds has passed since you've found yourselves back in this tavern. The gray cloaked man, after, like after Thaddeus, sort of hides the starfall from sight. The gray cloaked man would would say something has happened. 
You did not have that a moment ago. Sure as shit didn't. I'm just gonna turn to him as like, I'm sorry, is this is this the first conversation we've had? This conversation has has not reached its end. But I feel like there has been some sort of interference. Tell me what has happened. I'm like I'm gonna like Chai at this point is going to like almost like put her arms to the other people to be like don't like give like a directional like don't you dare say a word. Hold up a minute. <laughs> yeah, hold up a second. It's like I'm sorry. You're correct in assuming things have happened, but I'm gonna need a little bit inf- more information about who you are. And I'm also kind of looking at Gutterbird on this because I was like, you brought him here. <laughs> he he looks. He looks bemused, and he sort of, like, smirks and cocks an eyebrow, and he says, Do you think I had something to do with whatever it is that you've experienced? I gave you clear and simple directions on what to do to avert a disaster. As for who I am, I am a lord of the nine hells. Thaddeus drains his ale. (laughs) Just dumpsters it (laughs) he continues and he says I am tasked with maintaining a delicate balance between various existences now have you gone and attempted to disrupt and stop the ritual that I asked you to do the ritual you asked us to do five seconds ago that you're asking if we went and took the many hour journey to do? Is that, is that just to be clear? That's what you're asking. Yes, I can sense that something has happened. There's been some occurrence. I would like to know what has transpired. At this point, I'm going to be kind, obviously, like, pissed off at this guy, but not giving the phone it's like oh yeah we uh we went and disrupted that you could say that for sure and uh then we died and then five months later we came back apparently and now we're here again but we weren't here five seconds ago so i'm gonna need some more information he leans back in his chair and he looks at gutterbird and he says i am sorry for saddling you with such a verbose companion Okay, so he he l- sort of looks up at the ceiling as if he's sort of, like, counting through a checklist in his head again. And he says, yes, disrupt ritual, prevent disaster. I think those were the main things. Uh, so Thaddeus uh, will say, as he's sitting there kind of checking the list in his head, he goes, disrupt ritual. Uh, Thaddeus is going to go, now... In disrupting this ritual, is there any potential side effect? Say a magical object of sorts were to be destroyed, is there any backlash or blast from that that could cause shenanigans, so to speak? I will not know this for certain until I take account of things that have changed or not changed. But it is possible that the ritual was closer to completion than I had anticipated. And it may have still 
happened only in a bastardized sense. And so these side effects of which you speak may now be afflicting us in ways I did not anticipate. Is Grimnar, like, kind of close by? Uh, he's, he sort of gave you your ale and went back to the back behind the bar, but he's not far away. Like, he's within earshot. Okay, I'm gonna uh, shut up to Grimnar and be like, Grimnar, come here, I got a question for you. Yeah, your whiskey's coming, goddamn. No, 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 this is a different question. How's your brother? The fuck is that supposed to mean? He's working at the forge. All right, just wanted to see how his day was going. Jesus. <laughs> he, he's not that confrontational. I don't know why I took that tone. <laughs> <laughs> Falnar's loving life, making swords and shields and all sorts of uh, metal implements. He's, love, he's loving being alive. <laughs> so much living. So much, so much not dying. <laughs> Do you need something made? You can, you can go, go see him at a shop. Maybe I will. Just wanted to check in. Does fuck <laughs> Gutterbird still have the dagger? And we we still have the stone, but does Gutterbird still have the dagger? I still have the dagger. Do we still have the book? Yeah. Oh my god. Do we still have the books? Uh, the you still the have the dagger. The you still have the book. And uh, Thaddeus is going to lean in over the uh, as he reaches for uh, Gutterbird's ale and goes, "Well, that." is a tactical win. <laughs> and then he starts drinking Gutterbird's beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Shai's brain is exploding. This was not uh, what she signed up for. Is anyone going to share with the Grey Cloaked Man what exactly happened, or, or are you sort of keeping tight-lipped about that? <sighs> I'm going to turn to Gutterbird, and I'm just going to... Like, I know, every, I know the two people, obviously, like, the man in the gray cloak, and obviously Thaddeus can hear me, but I'm going to, in essence, pretend that they don't exist for the purposes of this conversation, and basically just look to Gutterbird and be like, I know we have been through a lot in a very long but short amount of time, and I know it's clear you don't feel comfortable telling us everything yet, and that's fine. We all have our pasts. But I need to know right now, more than anything, can we trust him? And I look down at my hands, and I look back at you, and you can see the look in my eyes that I am terrified of this person, and that says to you that, no, we cannot. So I think I will... I will look to the man in the gray cloak and I will basically be you have described and I'll go on as like you have described that you are tasked with maintaining a certain balance and in a similar degree so am I this item that we have acquired that has changed things is my my duty to protect and maintain that balance among the planes so for you to just say that this ritual has happened or things like that, we're going to need to know a little bit more. But we can say we did interfere with something. It did not go to plan. And for us to break whatever loop I expect might happen if we were to go do exactly the same things again, 
we're going to need either a different degree of help or some more information. So we're going to need a little more from you. He he crosses his legs and like smooths out his his cloak very meticulously and he says if I can offer assistance to you in a way that does not upset balance then I will do it I don't appreciate being questioned by pseudo mortals but I can understand your hesitance uh, so I guess he, he would sort of want to know like in, in terms of like if you're asking for additional information what's spe- like s- more specifically are you wanting to know and in terms of help what specifically are you asking I think Chai's first thing is asking about what ritual he thinks is happening what its goal originally was and what he thinks might have happened by us interfering it with it like, obviously he knows that there's this ritual, so he must know more about the ritual that he hasn't told us. This human was attempting to upset the balance through this ritual. I apologize. I should say human and others. It was not just humans involved. Attempting to upset the balance with this ritual by summoning what they perceive to be a new master in some description some sort from a place far from here Thaddeus would like to interject on anything that's happening right now and say you keep uh, you keep saying the balance the balance of what I know that we as mortals are probably on one end of that scale. What's the counterweight? Uh, the great cloaked man smiles uh, and says, I do not think that you have enough years in your brief flickering existence for me to lay out all of the pieces that exist on either of the many sides of the many scales. Suffice to say, there is a an ongoing tumult, a cosmic churn, and for beings like myself to maintain order where we are, it requires a certain degree of order elsewhere. And part of that is maintaining a certain degree of order here. And allowing this ritual to proceed uninhibited would have resulted in an element of chaos that perhaps would have been within our control ultimately, but simply too great of an unknown. Ah, so you're a fan of clarity. Because that doesn't tell me shit. Uh, At this point, he's beginning to dissipate. And he says... I believe this ritual may already have taken place and we are not now in the same place or the same history that perhaps you once knew and that this starfall that you have may be the key to it. I'm going to try and grab, like my hands grasped around this starfall. What assistance do you require? 
if the ritual is done, how can we stop what's to come? Where do you think we should go next? What should we do? If there's no point in going to the ritual location anymore. If obtaining the Starfall somehow benefited you, then ensuring that it does not fall into the wrong hands, again, must be the key. Any last questions before he vanishes? No. I think Chai's just kind of like overwhelmed. She's just like, her her grip is going to get tighter and tighter on their starfall and be like, this is, this is our chance. Basically, that's what she's thinking. Like, this is, this, you're our only hope. And just grip at it. Okay. And that's where we'll end for today. Wait, 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 before we end it, you can like splice it back in. But uh, I just have a great send-off line that I want to have oh for Thaddeus. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's this, after he goes away, Thaddeus will turn to the group and go, Well, that book we have should tell us if any others have fallen, and where they are. Oh. And Trithurian be praised, because I get to kill that son of a bitch twice. 